0: Hi, I'm Holly Kate's personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire.
1: Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict.
0: We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and
1: beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible, most of the time, and (laughs) stopping fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self.
2: Hey,
0: Julie, what is up? So happy to have you, Julie Lamb, New York, Lambie, jeweler, gold woman, like dripping in diamonds. Thank you so much for having us. What up, Nolan? Hello, hello. Hi, Julie.
2: Hi, 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 you guys. I'm like, her Southern accent, just like, it's (laughs) like I live, I don't hear it enough. I'm going to have to make weekly phone calls with you or something. It's just like. Warming my, warming my cockles. That's I'm so.
0: Doing. I love that we're warming <laughs> your cockles. Introducing Julie Lamb. Oh, cockles warmed. Yay! <laughs> um, thank you for joining us. Uh, are we lucky, Noli, or what?
1: So I only know two jewel like jewelry designers, and like I only like two jewelry designers. So like I'm glad that you're with us. And can I, I just a very say, limited pool.
0: We like to push people up. We want you to reach your dreams. We want you to keep making people look better. Cause that's what we do and people need to know about you because we have seen a lot of jewelry fashion crimes, which we're going to get into later, but we want to talk about you and the tea on you, how you got started, what's up, where you have been, where you gone, what you know, what you don't know, where you're going,
2: where you going, hit it, Julie. All right. uh, Once upon a time, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Woo! What's up? One, one, two. Oh yeah, no, I'm out there, like really near JFK Airport, like far. So, That's hilarious. Like, I'm so down. out there. <laughs> <I'm> no, <down. laughs> so people are like, oh, Brooklyn's so cool. I'm like, no, I'm not from the cool part. I'm from like a place that you're never going to go to. A- are you past Avenue, J? Yeah, like way fucking past. Oh, oh can I curse on you? Like, oh, yes, God, yeah. Uh, Do you, have, you,
1: have you met us? Do you know how uncensored we are? <laughs> this is a not safe for work situation.
2: <laughs> woo, woo, well, it's okay. It's the real New York stuff. Okay, good. So, um, and I went to, I was always like the class artist or whatever and um I went to this it was a public high school you just had to take a little test like some kids went to the science and the math school I got to go to the art school not the fame school there was no dancing okay Mm -hmm. but it was art and design and um I was doing 2d illustration stuff was my major so drawing and uh but I started making jewelry then on the side but because I didn't have a torch because I was a kid in high school. I was like gluing and clay and rhinestones and beads and whatever I could get my hand, like keys from my dad's garage, like screws, nuts, bolts, whatever, whatever I can glue down, I was wearing. So then I only I looked at colleges that had a jewelry program. I ended up in Syracuse University, metalsmithing degree. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. insane. That's a little out there. I
1: guess no, like, but that's so cool though, because I feel like there are so that. few people today who can do that. <laughs>
2: I don't, I don't even know that I can do that anymore because when I, you know, graduated, I came back to New York and that's when I went with each position I was taking and moving up in companies, I was getting farther away from the bench, from the making and more into the design and then, you know, managing other designers or whatever. And that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I love touching this stuff, but it was the evolution. So back in New York, a lot of comp. I worked for everybody and their mother.
0: Give us an example. who do you, or can you name people? (laughs)
2: first job which you guys would totally know was with Erickson Beeman so oh
1: I love Erickson Beeman right so like literally
2: I'm a kid coming out of college and on the job interview which was like kind of wacky Karen Erickson she's like okay so what's your horoscope sign I was like what I love her
1: (laughs) I would have been like are you okay
2: It was awesome. I was like, okay, this is a cool interview question. Yeah, and um, yeah. I get hired only and, in New York. I, oh, it, it was just so wacky there, and I, I didn't, I, I didn't know. Like, I'm going from like studio in college, like dirty soldering whatever to like high fashion and the showroom seven was attached you know family and the girls that were young you know younger than me then and now they're running showroom seven her daughters it was just like a really cool place to like you know sink your teeth into and i were making like tiaras for betsy johnson runway and love um, i I interned
0: at betsy johnson it was a nightmare but i interned there. Ah!
2: crazy no I was obsessed with that brand then I was like she's my idol right
1: I was too I am convinced personally that like she does three lines before she goes anywhere and I love it
0: she is very eccentric is
1: not the word for her well no eccentric is just weird in a higher tax bracket so she's like beyond (laughs) eccentric
0: She is beyond eccentric and she is not scared. I'll never forget. Sorry to interrupt you, Julie. But when the director, the creative director said, so Betsy just got her new veneers and she wants everyone in the office to come drink champagne and celebrate. So we're going to (laughs) close early today. Um, I didn't even know what veneers were. I was like, "Okay, she had some weird thing of plastic surgery, but that's she's just out there. But go ahead. That's no, hysterical.
2: I've, had, I've had lots of bosses like that. You know, so and so got a face peel, but we're still having the meeting. But don't mind at the face peeling. <laughs> no, it's fashion. I mean that's whatever so you fun. do, don't
1: look at the sun. <laughs> don't look directly I've
2: had at lots it. Of bosses like that, but I mean, I just was so young, and I'm—I found myself, you know, I'm sitting at seventh on sixth when the shows were in Bryant Park, and like I'm at like a Betsy Johnson runway show, and a tiara I helped with is not like, coming down the runway, and I'm like, hide oh, so nice. myself. So we love like, oh, that
0: for you. I'm living the
2: dream. Love. <laughs> so there's still some of those moments that you get, but you know, it's like it's a little different now, but it's I mean, so good. So you're out of college. Yeah, that was my first job and I bounced around. I I didn't have like this I must work for this brand kind of thing. Um, I was just looking for the next, you know, where can I move up, make some more money. I worked for Nine West Jewelry. I worked for Avon for six plus years. I was, um, design director at Honora Pearls. So I was kind of going like opportunity to opportunity. I would make my own stuff and find jewelry and stuff for me on the side or like, I was obviously traveling for all those jobs. So. Whether that means just downtown to get some samples or going to Europe. That was cool. Going to Europe to get samples with a big fat Avon budget and business class. Hello.
1: Oh, that sounds like well, I love a big company for a big budget. I like big budgets and I cannot lie. Take
2: me I am back. not hating
0: on Avon. Can I just say that no. when they started their jewelry line, I used to date someone in the flea market business. In the 70s, they started. I mean, they... Are killing it's like Chicos, right? I mean it is. how many middle America women are loving some fucking Avon jewelry? But go ahead.
1: But and people will people shit on that too. But you know what? Is it's the same thing as Mary Kay Cosmetics. yeah Nobody ever hears about Mary Kay Cosmetics. The woman whose husband owns it, she flies around New York Fashion Week with her own chauffeur, diamond crocodile Birkins and like Gucci mink coats. In home a girl plane. is living her best life. She's not a nice person, but Home Girl is like living her best life. In so, a like, pink plane. Now?
2: The higher, higher, like I forgot what they call Rose Club, Rose Circle. Like there were ladies making six figures, even they had a downline of salespeople. But I mean, we had, it was, you know, huge, big corporate, big numbers, insane.
1: Love a corporate budget.
2: Traveling. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to click my heels and go back to that for six months. It was fast paced and everything, but I mean, the travel and we would go to Paris and London plus one other city and then a couple of months later I'd be in China working it out with the vendors so we're like buying samples changing it up designing from that well it was just crazy pants time but
0: Is it let me ask you questions just hmm. so people understand so when you go to the factory do they have 90,000 beads and chains or whatever and you just pick 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 and you do the combo or you just say we're only using these seven change this season we're gonna is it like clothing how is the it
2: way we would work so we would do i would be together with the uh fashion and accessories people for the trip so we're all doing these cities together so lucky me i'm only carrying small heavy but small jewelry in a backpack and these people have bags and shoes and clothes no, and have okay. to keep going back to the hotel to drop it off <laughs> um and we would do a style out in somebody's hotel room at night and decide like this campaign is purple and teal. Then we'll move into the teal and Brown because they're doing the suede booty. They're doing the poncho. What bib necklace do you have to go? Blah, blah, blah. So we're like laying out the quarter. We'll probably lay out two quarters at a time. And then coming back to New York, doing the product development work. So I'm making like these tech packets. So however I wanted to work, nobody cared. If I want to do a drawing and put Pantone colors, fine. If I wanted to beaded bracelet at my desk and send it to the vendor fine if I wanted to wow yeah no no one cares you You have a lot
0: of creative freedom at a young age
2: Yes, I did. Wow. I was like kind of glad, like I, I did drawing, you know, in high school I did beading on my own. So I had, I can work different ways and this is, you know, I'm sitting in corporate and it's a beauty company. It's not mm-hmm. a jewelry company. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so funny. I worked at nine West, a shoe company, Avon, a beauty company, you know, it was never was about the jewelry, but jewelry was something that they all loved in their portfolio because it's, um, Uh, enhances what they're doing in fashion and beauty and stuff like that. So they, they didn't, there's no like senior designer over you. Like you're, you're doing that wrong. Like they were just like, get it done. And it was so fast.
0: They it's trusted so your stuff. vision. They trusted your vision. Well,
2: I—if you're with Mark, you're with the marketing team for years. You know, it takes a couple of years to so use that kind of a big program and the deadlines and all this. But then, you know, I know. Okay, I know when Christmas is coming. I know when it is on the calendar, right? So let me get the or the the hot item. Let me order this hot item, necklace and ear and gift set for nine I'm going to order it in six colors. So if marketing wants to move it out, a campaign or whatever, to fit into their next story, I'm ready for you. I have a drawer of stuff that you don't know about that you didn't ask me for. Oh, that's clever. So no, I will work harder <laughs> for it, but I just, you know, I didn't want to be like, have nothing to show. You know what I mean?
0: But question for you, are you researching what other costume people are doing?
2: Yes, yes. Yes.
0: Okay, these are the hot colors. Okay, you guys are doing these featuring these eyeshadows, because I know like OPI, just nail polish, they have a collection, right? Like the New Mexico collection and the Cinderella collection. Are you researching those types of things and sort of coinciding with that?
2: Okay. So
1: have you ever in the years since like walked, been walking down the street and see something be like, Oh my God, I designed that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. So like only if you're at a huge, big brand, like an Avon, will you actually see somebody walking down the street It's otherwise, well, and I'm walking down the street in you know, Manhattan, not, (laughs) not at the Walmart and wherever, but Paducah, Kentucky. Right. But um, as far as the trend reporting goes, so I would come back from the Europe trips and I would have to deliver a trend report to upper management and the teams and be like, this is what I saw, you know, right. last, uh, last quarter it was teal and purple. And now we're moving into the purple stays, but it comes into coral because we're going to spring and we're starting mm-hmm. to use some whatever. I was doing all that for our categories across the board every trip. And then we're also, we had, so much information. We had like, you know, Doniger group and WWD subscriptions and you know that shit is expensive. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: Obscene. I had no idea until recently. That's like a car a year just for subscriptions. Oh, it's crazy. It's It's so much
2: information. So it's like, you know, you're looking at your last year versus this year, your own, you know, brand trends. Plus we had trend reports coming at us. Plus we're going to Europe and we're in New York to see what people are putting in the window. So, you know, it's a, Culmination of all that information. It's not an uninformed nine ninety nine gift set of which I had a dollar forty to spend. Earrings and a necklace. You impress me. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and that's what I think people don't understand. Well, people that aren't don't understand production and costing. So it's it is with a purpose, right? So you say. I'm going to go walk the streets of whatever town and whatever country, because I want to see the the fashion starts in Europe. It comes over to LA. It trickles over to the East coast. Then it goes to the South 10 years later. So that's how kind of the fashion curve sort of works. So Europe sets the trends. Would you
2: agree with that? ah uh, now does it still because remember there was still like the what came first the uh, paris or the japan you know what i mean a chicken or the egg over there okay i convinced the boss to let me go to tokyo once because i was like who's copying who here right <laughs> but back in the day it was definitely you know paris was actually easier to read um they were more cohesive as a city a fashion city as what Everybody was doing these colors, London, a little b- bit more like New York all over the place. Now I feel like with like everyone staring into Instagram, like do these countries still have a leg up? That is uh, an interesting topic. We're going to talk about that next idea. time. <laughs> next time. <laughs> yeah, you should. That's,
1: very, that's a very good, that's a very good question. Like, I have no the, idea. all the
2: things we used to lean on are broken, right? So, I mean.
0: I love that. That is so true and relevant. You are just a wealth of information. Great. Okay. Keep going. <laughs>
2: Where, where were we? Oh, Avon was good. And then I jumped out of there because I did so much costume jewelry, which is super fun. Like, because you, I could use like glow in the dark enamel or glitter stuff or whatever, plastic colors, da, da, da. but, um, I always had my, you know, little obsession making myself these crazy one of a kind fine jewelry pieces and I did go back into fine jewelry with Honora pearls. So they're real freshwater pearls. It was mostly a silver line, but it was cool. And I, I just, I always had this like obsession. Like when I, one of my first like summer jobs, I was in school, but I wanted to work. I worked for a small designer here. So I was doing her errands on 47th street in the diamond district. So I, you know, going to the caster, picking up buying chain for her, blah, blah, blah. So People on 47th Street, there's some vendors, like the chain vendor um, at Myron Toback, knows me coming in there since I'm 19. So I just always thought, like, I have, like, the New York City subway system is so cool because you just have your little Metro card now, not a token, like you can see on my website. Right. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Take you anywhere. You know what I mean? I can go from here to there, from Queens, any neighborhood, Brooklyn, whatever, whatever, you know. And I feel the same way about the Diamond District. Like, if you know it's only a couple of blocks long, you know. Oh my God, you have to come with me. it's just
1: crazy. Can we take a field trip for diamonds? Yeah, Cause like those are some carrots, sister. I love <laughs> I love some diamonds. I'm like with
2: me. Well, the other
1: day Holly was talking about planning her birthday and she was, you know, she goes on a trip every year. And she's like, Ugh, I'm so annoyed. I can't go anywhere. I was like, first of all, you've seen the whole world three times over. Why don't you just <laughs> suck it up and get something shiny?
0: Okay, first of all, Nolan, if you would pull out your Jewish calendar, like I told you to, you would know that we can't go on Saturdays because the whole Diamond District is shut down for
1: Shabbat. (laughs) I never said we'll go on a Saturday.
0: I know. But um, you have to go on a Sunday. um, And it is really, I mean, everything, first of all, everything's out of the window when they're not open. So it's kind of hard to go like when they're closed, right? But when, everything it's in full swing. Oh, sister, it's in full swing. (laughs) I mean, besides the point. So Julie, are these, when you decided, let's get to you starting your own line. Tell us how that was the inspiration for it. Were you like, I ain't working for these fuckers no more. Like what? Well, sort of.
2: I was invited to start my own line when I got laid off from my last director's position at a startup company. It was fine jewelry and it was all online, which is interesting because I'm I'm happy I took that job because it showed me that you can do things virtually and not actually own all this inventory. It was interesting, but I'm not even going to name them because I don't deserve to. So anyway, um I was there for a very short time but I learned like the la it was like I worked for all these family owned businesses because jewelry is you know a lot of that. I work for big corporate like nine West and Avon and then the final thing was this nine, 10 months at the startup. So I was like, okay, that's like the final piece of information. I can't think of anywhere I would want to go or send my resume, or whatever. I'm done. I have to go do this thing. So <laughs> that's how it started. Cause I was always like a company girl. But then I finally was like, you know enough. Let's go. Well, what I didn't know was like how much money I didn't have. So that that's a thing. But uh, this is my career. This is my, this is what I do. I don't know how to do other stuff. So do
0: you go to the diamond people and you're like, hey, can I have these diamonds and then I'll make them into jewelry and then I'll pay you back?
2: No, no, no. I just like took my little whatever savings. I had started some of the model. Okay. So since I always worked for these big companies, I have my brain wrapped in like a production mindset. Right.
1: So Which I'm sure I- serves you very well.
2: Yes and no. I was like, did I have to gear up for that kind of production when I'm so small? There were things I would have done differently, but also technology has caught up in a way that wasn't available five, six years ago, like direct printing, more of the rendering and less of the making. I don't know. There's, there's, there's shortcuts, but who cares? Whatever. Here we are. No, I just started finishing collections. I started either in my head or I had a few pieces, but never finished them off. And um, I just went with those. We did some models, and I just started to put collections out. So the first collection I put out was the the little lamb one, which is my logo. (laughs) Which I'm obsessed
1: (laughs) with the bracelet that's like the lamb links. Yes. So cute.
2: I need like, to get a black sheep on you. I
1: have no Oh, I want a black sheep. I am such a black sheep because I'm like a <laughs> 90-year-old man. I'm sorry. Nolan, for you.
0: <laughs> can you put that on my birthday list? It's Thank um, you. excuse me. It's
1: not always about you, sister. Sometimes I like to have nice things too.
0: Um since when? I'm just curious when it's not about me. Don't
1: when, let's when,
2: fight.
0: When is it not about me? I'm I'm just Isn't it nice to have two fashionable people fighting over you, Julie? <laughs> no.
2: There I'm in production. There's enough for everyone.
0: You're like, oh, believe me, believe me, honey, you wanted one. I got one. Okay. You get
2: a sheep. You get a sheep. Everybody. Okay everybody oh gets my, a sheep, it's easy, sheep and you everyone. get to feel
1: like oprah too oh so great everyone gets a book everyone gets a whatever. i want a sheep i want to like i'm so this like brace i'm looking at it literally right now because I, I again always look at 97 things at the same time yeah. it's so cute because it just looks like a chain and then you look closer and you're like yes. oh my god it's sheep
2: <laughs> yeah that's a good one for me i am um, so cute like, and it's that like, line is fun i was like in my head like you know i'm sitting with marketing all these years with these companies and i'm like okay, it's my last name, Julie Lamb, fine. I was like, who's, if it's not your last name, like who's gonna wear this, right? So I put, it's got these empowerment empowerment messages on it, like be you, be heard, H-E-R-D. I have the black sheep in the family, like my little hero. I have a ring that he's standing up on top of your finger to stand out inside the ring. So I was like, I wanna make this bigger and like a fun, empowering, like cute message. And what happened with that line Instagram. This is so funny about Instagram because <laughs> I remember launching it, you know, the day that you're going to press go on that account, you know, and like I'm Julie Lamb and I'm putting these silver and gold lamb jewelry out into the world. You know, that's what people are going to know me for right this minute. Who did I get following me? I got sheep farmers and I got- <laughs> I love that. Knitters. Oh. Knitters. Knitters. Yes, of course. Yes. And I, I don't knit I, I didn't think of these things, obviously, because I'm like sitting in New York my whole life. And uh yeah. That's been super the yarn, fun. And, the yarn people. Yeah, they they're they're a funky bunch and they led they're me into funky some bunch. I swear. Like I mean like you guys are fashion and you know maybe the clothing, the garment district part and the fabric, but if you get to the yarn, to the wool, to the sheep,
1: to the people. It's like they're their own little cult. Cause like there's a fashion cult. There's an everything cult. Like I get it. There's weird people everywhere.
2: But they're like a good cult. I like them. That's been fun.
0: Can we talk about how the subway token was born? Oh, yes. Tell us about that.
2: Right. So I was, okay. So I came out with BU and it was cute. And then people ended up liking it, but I was still like, I don't want to be like, I have so much jewelry in me. I don't want to be, I'm Julie Lamb. I make lamb jewelry for my rest of my, for my legacy. Right. Got so it. I quickly, cause I had started the, the manhole covers. I started them back, back in the day. Like my um, Avon CAD guy did those for me. Actually. That's how old the original concept was. And what um, was the concept? Explain the original the concept was the, the manhole covers. I actually, and I have it. I just don't know if it's on my website. I got it from a, there was a New York times magazine. I think it was like a, 2007 I, don't, I have the cover somewhere it was a huge gold manhole cover in the street right and it was about like you know the price of new york real estate going up at the time
1: oh girl you are preaching to the choir beautiful oh
2: now's it now everything's on sale right now go do but you know, it's
1: a great yeah exactly i mean i, I could sell both kidneys for a down payment i'm th- considering it
2: i bought my apartment after 9-11 we can talk about that after But anyway, so I I see this glorious giant gold manhole cover, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to make that in metal, of course. So like, it was an easy thing to CAD, it's a geometric thingy, and I cast that mf in in 18k it's a hu- I have a huge statement piece i wear it on a 36 inch chain It's just the best thing ever now it sounds
1: like a baller piece like as holly and, I, <laughs> holly and i like to call it when it's something that nobody else has and it says look how fabulous i am we call it a fuck you piece yeah. so like she has a she has a couple fuck you jackets yes. i have a couple of pairs of fuck you boots mm-hmm. that sounds like a fuck you necklace
2: it could be yeah if you put on a bigger chain if you were I love it. it, I think. It okay. Was. So that was the manhole <laughs> cover. Yeah. That kind of set off that collection. Um, and the tokens came a little bit later. So explain to our people. What oh the yes. Tokens are. For the young, for the youngs. Yes. All uh-huh. 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 carry a silly thing called a Metro card, which is such a shitty way to get around. And then we'll be gone soon when just scan my retina and let me out. Yes. Well, retina. now
1: I don't even use my, my Metro card. Now I can use Apple Pay. Phone. Yeah.
2: Yep. See? You're so advanced. I'm so advanced. I'm so
1: technical. Look at me. In ancient
2: times, a New Yorker dragging their knuckles along the ground would (laughs) have funny little coins, and they'd change up every so often on the design. So I used a few different ones in my city collection. On that city collection, on the back of some of the tokens uh, or, or the manhole covers, they say, made in New York, by New Yorkers. So that was a little, like fuck you to all the China traveling I had been doing over
0: mm-hmm, that six mm-hmm. year. I was like
2: going oh, to China twice a year. That's like that's one, three too many times a year for you to go. Okay. So it was just like an homage to I want to make this here. I want to make it in the district with the local people and the skilled artisans that I've been running in and out of since I'm like a teenager. I want this homage to New York to like the industrial Details of the city that are beautiful if you're paying attention and I grew up around it and it inspires me I'm always looking at like how things are screwed together or metal staircases, whatever all kinds of things that I can translate into something wearable and like New York's so good for that. So it's just like an, an homage to the city itself and the people who are living here and working here and making things here.
0: Does anyone else do something similar to you? Was that an original idea?
1: I've never um, seen anything like it.
2: I haven't seen anyone translate it to fine jewelry. So mine are in silver or gold. I have diamonds in them. I do see a lot, you know, Etsy, whatever people taking the old token, either they threw it in a mold and they sh- threw it on a chain or they're wearing an old token. But I I mine are redrawn, they have you know sayings on the back. Well, I
1: love the custom ones too, because I've seen you do a couple with like certain people's different things in them.
2: Yeah, people. Well, lately, now with all this going on in New York Strong, I'm getting more requests for custom. Like, people are getting really you know sentimental, yeah. and I want to honor that uh, during this pandemic and everything but like, I want my dad's old um, addresses I want the three addresses I've lived in I want New York strong on the back I'm doing all kinds of stuff like that right now I want my kids names on there like it's just really cool like people's attachment you know it's a sentimental like New York is my boyfriend sex in the city mentality remember? Gotcha. yeah I think it's
1: like that for, it's like that for me too it's like whenever I leave it's like my body physically rejects it it's like I no seriously I have like an issue it's like medical like I was so lag. depressed I was like my and like my mother would be like what is wrong with you I'd be like I'm not at home this isn't home like Maine Maine is beautiful it's not home for me anymore New York is the most magical place on earth and if anybody wants energy. to argue with that I will punch you like it's fine yeah. and we'll there are other magical beautiful places in the world like I, I just I went to London in February for fashion week I adore London I would live in London in a heartbeat but London is not New York nope. there is nowhere like New York
2: it's the energy you know? it is the
1: energy and there's like a there's just yeah, there's an energy and like an attitude to people here. It's like and Holly told me this the first day I moved here, you're gonna cry on the sub on the sidewalk and nobody's gonna care. <laughs> That's right. And I didn't believe her because I'm from Boston. If you're crying on the sidewalk, people are like, Oh honey, are you okay? No. Oh. No, I literally I will never forget it. I was sobbing my eyes out because at the time I couldn't even buy groceries because I'd like maxed out my credit card. I was crying in front of MOMA on 53rd Street, right in front of the Baccarat Hotel sobbing my eyes out on like a Tuesday at 2 p.m. And nobody cared.
0: I tried to carry too much shit with me. And I and I was crying on, this, on the corner because I had too much shit with me. And I was like, I'm crying and no one's looking at me. Everyone's just passing me by. Okay,
1: I'm gonna be fine. And from that moment on, I knew I'm like, this is home. I mean, I've loved New York since I was eight years old. It's just, there's a magic here. And there's like a resiliency. Like the people who say New York is over. Yeah, fuck you. You probably don't even live here.
2: You know that's so short-sighted. It's so nasty. It's so not what anybody needs right now. And I'm done with those people.
1: Right, um, and we, and you've seen New York through things like this before. Like you were saying, so you were here on 9/11, which yes. unfortunately is today, which yes. is very sad. I um,
2: have to acknowledge it's the day.
0: It is the day.
2: Yeah, almost like another year passed and the year passed, and we're at 19 years, and it's still like I wake up, I'm going to my Instagram, I have to say something, I'm seeing things and people's messages, and I just like I'm, I'm losing it every year. Okay, it's yeah. still it's still really fresh, right? Yeah, I was thinking when we said we we're gonna do this on this day, I'm like, oh my god, but it's 9/11, and this is a fashion podcast, and it's so frivolous, but. What I will say in relation to both of those things, of course, I remember what I was wearing that day. Um, and this is back. I worked at nine West when, uh, nine 11 went down and, uh, I had a fearless leader. I'm actually, I'm starting my own Instagram live series on Monday actually. And my boss, the day of nine eleven, who I reported to will be joining me that's at Julie lamb and NY on, um, Monday 4 p.m. I was just like Lauren this is a perfect week be my first guest I want to talk about this you know she was so great that day so anyway I'm wearing like a skirt and like kitten heels because I used to get dressed up to go to the city to do my little job and I will say that though they're okay to walk in there was a lot of walking that day to get the f out and um I will living
1: in Manhattan at the time
2: I actually I was I had lived in Hell's Kitchen and a few, I don't, it must've been within the same year, a few months before I had moved all the way out to Queens with my boyfriend. So I was kind of, I mean, living in hell's kitchen would have just been too close. I was kind of happy. I hated that neighborhood. (laughs) It was too close to where I grew up and I hated it. And it
1: was, I don't know a ton of people who love hell's kitchen.
2: No, 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 no. Hell's Kitchen, oh. I love. <laughs> <thought. They, laughs> no, no, no. Know. Hell's Kitchen was great. I just, I was happy that I wasn't in Manhattan, you know, living there at the time.
1: Maybe it's because I'm an old lady, but I like Hell's Kitchen's too young for me.
2: I live way on Queens had this great view of the city. We'd ride our bikes and uh, you could see the skyline and we just, you know, you're watching it burn from, it was disgusting. Yeah. It was burning forever. Like it was never going to stop burning. I will say about like wearing stuff into the city. Like I have jewelry on lots of it. I feel like it's like armor, but I'm, I wear a lot of sneakers. I wear Timberland boots. I wear Timberland boots and like a utilitarian onesie a lot of days. I just, you never know when you have to walk a lot because something might happen. You never know.
0: New York is, is a lot of drama. I was there, you were there, Nine eleven. I was there when the subway went on strike. Yes. And watching the people who don't walk so good walk over the Brooklyn Bridge
2: was painful. I mean, it's just- All that kind of stuff. It's kind all of that kind of stuff. But, but I will say it's more of a uniform like you're wearing now to go in, you know, you just don't, I got a backpack. I got my rubber sole, you know, I early twenties and I'm in Manhattan and you know, we did not miss the sex in the city episode that ever. way. Yeah. Best thing ever. But that's a fantasy. When the show girls came out,
0: I was like, Oh my God, this is what it was really like. Right. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Not so glamorous.
0: How <laughs> often do you come out with a new collection? Is when when is a new collection coming out? Oh, now out?
2: never. Um, I was I rushed to put those collections out, or I, I needed. I felt like I needed to have this breath of assortment, okay, because I always work for these big brands and like collections every market week and all this
1: Right, stuff. right.
2: So. What I effectively did was confuse retailers with what does she stand for? What do you mean she has sheep and manhole covers? Because <laughs> people want me to be one thing and it's not going to happen.
1: Not going to happen, people. So, this is what I like to call being multifaceted. Okay. Yes.
2: Being sorry, multifaceted is sorry. very
1: important.
2: I have a lot to say. Yeah. So I can't be contained. So I couldn't be contained at those jobs. Now I can hardly be contained working for myself. (laughs) That's what it is. So it's, 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 I made it interesting for myself, a little difficult because it's sometimes it's different audiences. So what I do is like, I have, I, I treat the collections as my categories that I design into. It's kind of like my BU is my seasonal novelty and it's cute and it's fun. It's great cities, like my all metal industrial, my metropolis also has a strong empowerment kind of thing going on um, I say acknowledge her superpowers and that's when I can add color and stuff but I have a few oh, different that. things going on and it might be different audiences but I'm not bored so what I do is I'll add a few new you know I'll take away uh, a not performing guy and I'll put in something new in the collection but I haven't been launching big new collections you know gotcha. what I mean? but, and I feel like a
1: one-of-a-kind too
0: I cannot wait to put some of these things that I've been scrolling
1: through on my birthday list, a.k.a. Nolan. Get on that. Which, which essentially just means she tells me she wants them and then I relay the message. Right. Correct. So it's it's it's, it's a very, very, you know, um, it's down to a science. We're very good.
0: Yes. Yeah, so Nolan is a wonderful birthday, you know person to relay like, is this is what she wants yes um into my husband's ear but now oh no gonna... i make a google doc i make a google doc it's very
1: <laughs> like, this is the
2: symbiotic relationship <laughs> between a good stylist and his yes delightfully <laughs> codependent
1: we, that's what we like to say we're delightfully codependent because it's totally unhealthy
0: yes <laughs> um but julie now we're going to go into our fashion crimes okay julie Let's talk about fashion crimes and what we call it hashtag I can't unsee that. Shit we can't unsee and my quick story is I do closet cleanouts, which is my favorite part of my services. and I'm working with these professional women, some with more money, some you know with less, obviously. And my last client had so much fucking plastic jewelry. it was like choking me and I said, honey. You're a professional working woman. You're not going to wear fucking plastic jewelry. You're just just not going to do it. And I've had to tell several people that. My last client, who was my best client, who Nolan knows all about her. She is. Yeah, she's amazing. And she just didn't have any jewelry. And she's, I said, you've pushed out two babies. You own your own firm. Oof. I'm confused where your diamonds are. Can you explain that to me? And she's like, I just don't know. And I'm not sure. And no, no, no. And she's not a flashy person. So she's not someone who wants to make a big, big statement. She's very understated. So. Tell me some things that you have not been able to unsee and like people either, you know, extreme, you know, too much or too little. What's the biggest fashion crime that you've seen?
2: Never too much. Um, Okay. I I will say about the plastic jewelry. Now you're talking about people who are hiring you for a stylist. That means they have enough money to hire you. Right. What the hell are you doing with this stuff? They don't uh, know. They just I don't know any say, better. Like, everybody should be adorning themselves. I want people to wear, you know, they should be able to, don't r- wrap up your credit card, buy what you can afford, la, la la. Like, in my line, I still have all this sterling silver. I can do most of the things in sterling and then do them in gold. I kept that because I want, like, this democratic, like, if you love this style, but this is your budget, get the Thank $300. You. Thank you. I think that's a great that. idea. I mean, no, that's amazing. I, I want people to wear my s- designs. I want them out in the world. I don't want it to be cost prohibitive. So, I mean, but still there's still, there's always pushback, right? I got to a point now I have designed bazillions of people. You know what I think of in my head? I think of, I wish I could see like every piece of jewelry I had out there in the world, designed for people, all these companies, how much of a Macy's first floor sales floor would that fill? <laughs> yep. There's so many skews. I get yes. to, and I mean, I had the plasticky Avon stuff. I had the really good quality samples we'd buy in Paris that were handmade by Parisians. And you're paying $300, $400, $500 for costume jewelry. So it's like, there's costume and there's costume. But it gets to a point in a woman's life where I can't put this plastic on either side of my head. <laughs> I love I can it. I put that on a t-shirt? Can I put that on a t-shirt? Yeah, let's all wear them. Yes. So I was like, I like this face deserves a little bit better right now. I can't, I can't.
1: Well, I want to know your opinions, like your limitations on costume jewelry, because I know that not everybody has the the funds to buy fine, but there are brands that I see like, say like Jennifer Miller or Jen Meyer and... Jennifer Zuner, all of them named Jennifer. Funnily enough, I know. Is like there a Kenneth, lot of J. Jennifer? Lane, even like J. Crew. For the price point, I J. thought their stuff Cretic- was nice compared I'm to like
2: Crew. Like,
1: compared to like other things, I thought for the price it was very affordable. I also like I personally like like vintage jewelry. If you can find it, can be really cool. Go. But like, what is the limitation on costume jewelry? Because I've seen you know Chanel, for example, Dior have exorbitantly expensive costume jewelry. Like I like I bought a pair of Chanel earrings for a client the other day. They were twelve hundred dollars and. There's nothing fine about them.
2: Garbage. I don't know. The metal is garbage. It's plated. The plating will turn. The stones are glued in. They're going to fall out. I don't, uh, I'm over it. I worked in it. I know the materials. Like if you're paying for a Chanel costume piece, you're paying to advertise Chanel. Okay. Correct. Correct. Say that again, Julie. Say that again. (laughs) If you're paying for Chanel or whoever the big brand is, you're paying to advertise for them. Did you
1: hear that, Nolan? Yes, but I've also seen very, <laughs> very fabulous women mix real in costume. True, like stack like, like stack a Chanel bracelet with like a Cartier bangle or whatever.
2: Yeah, but wear the big gold double C belt and then stack your wrist with your like Cartier love bangle and something from me. And
0: I don't know. I just... <laughs> something from me and something from my friends.
2: I'm my friends not did. as fashion... Like I'm a jewelry designer. I'm not like... If my name was... Catherine Canino, I would buy Chanel or be trying to buy Chanel because those are my initials. So I do me. I'm not advertising for somebody else, but that's me personally. I feel the same so way. I try to make stuff that has a, a meaning that will resonate with people. Like I talked about the BU or the city stuff, you know, the city, is not just for New Yorkers. It's for anyone who like Fell in love with New York, like Nolan told us, or, you know, you got married here. You went to school here. You had your kid here. Even if you don't live here, I want it to be like that Sylvanier token or
1: Metropolis is also- Yeah, that's that's what I want for Christmas, I've decided. So I those.
2: try to do that, but I'm not, I'm not such a label whore that way. <laughs> I got you. I,
1: you're not preaching to the choir on that one. I'm like a label whore.
2: Yeah, you are. You're the
1: whoriest of, of us. Uh, <laughs> That's very true.
0: <laughs> um, and I love the stacking. I, I love how you stack it. I love how you style it. I love I an love, arm party. I, I love an arm party. And I love how, again, it's something that I can present to my clients who don't have a lot of money, and my clients have much bigger budgets, and that maybe they just want to dip into, hey, I don't have anything real, but maybe I can start with this necklace that is $325. Because believe me, you're asked, this is what I preach, you're going to spend $325 on your hair, you're going to spend $40 on a Pilates class, and then you're going to wear some shit from whatever, you know, from
2: well, right. Oh, we, right. We, we I mean, are up against like the women who have money, but they're doing it on experience. They're doing it on injections and highlights and a massage yes. and a trip and their Peloton subscription. And I gotta um, fight with that. Ooh, Holly's be, getting
1: like, red right now like a book. Ooh. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> no, but you just said her three favorite things: traveling, Pelotons, and her dog.
2: Okay. Well, I hope- I hope she has enough mu- budget for the jewelry. That's I mean, like, we're getting there. We're getting I'm there. I'm literally always like, "What is so? Im- what's with these experiences? Why did people stop being materialistic?" Why did stop being materialistic? <laughs> I love that. I, mean, why did I love that stop too. <laughs> being
1: materialistic—that <laughs> is hilarious. Can't. I'm, like, I'm and down
2: I, with that. And you I need
1: was, to put that on a bangle. Why I mean, did people stop being materialistic?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we were on the Nolan. We do as delightfully co- codependent as we are. We like to make fun of each other and poke fun. Um, but that's why we love each other. And then we were driving down the street. We went to Woodbury commons, which is another episode that we're doing after this. And we passed the, I rented a car, we did zip car and I, we passed the Peloton corporate office and he goes, Oh, should we fucking stop? Is this your mothership?" Like, Like we, we need to take a picture. Do we need to take a picture of you outside the fucking sign? I was like, first of all, Yes, my ass. Second of all, I am a just my high tight ass. I am a proud supporter of Peloton. I do talk about it quite a bit, which I have asked my Peloton, excuse me, my podcast advisor. She does a Peloton. Um, Her client is the Peloton um, podcast, and I
1: asked me a guest on there. So. Well, okay. Julie,
2: I need to start sponsoring this, Julie. So,
1: uh, maybe you need to back me up on this. But yesterday, she um, submitted a picture of her dog to an Instagram account dedicated to people who use Peloton but also have doodles called Peladoodles. What? Okay. Like that's is weird. That the, the weirdest what? shit is you've that ever heard. A thing? I
2: mean, I know.
1: Apparently, I'm frightened. I'm frightened, but apparently, it is.
0: I'm sorry. That is so normal to me. And Schmutz is a pella doodle because he lays right next to me while I do my peloton. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you, okay, Julie? <laughs> you are fabulous. We have to wrap it up. I could talk to you for a thousand hours, and I just want to say that I we met because I did go to your event that yes. you had. It it wasn't your store; it was your friend's. Valentine's
2: store. Day, yes. It was that gold number eight? With yes.
0: Allison. And that's how I met you, and I <laughs> fell in love with you, and I thought you were so. And you did have. On your utilitarian jumpsuit i do remember I I loved
2: it. I and
0: that's jump. how we met and i am so grateful to you and i want you to tell everyone all of our listeners how they can find you hit it go
2: very easy to find any bathroom wall my number's there
1: <laughs> <laughs> love it yes same girl same
2: for jewelry julie Lam, lamb lamb ny.com and Instagram the same, Julie Lamb NY. Very easy to find. Find me. I want you to, I want to be found. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and if you're not wearing one of her tokens or one of her land pieces by the end of the month, we will hunt you down.
0: We will hunt you down. You might get cut. I don't know. But buy her stuff. Support it. Use it as gifts. There's price points for everyone. And it's elevated. It's cool. It's raw. It's edgy. It's not super conservative. That's why I like it. It's not super conservative. It's not super edgy. It's, it's sort of in the middle. You can make it as edgy as you want. Right, Noli? Don't you think?
1: Well, like, again, my favorite earrings, which are to die for, they're my favorite. And I just want somebody I know to have them. So, like, maybe, Holly, they'll end up on your Hanukkah list, even if you don't like them. (laughs) I do like them. I just
0: saw them. I do have that creative
1: power. It's really lovely. and I do like them. I just love the fact that you could totally wear those with a T-shirt and, like, denim shorts and look really cool. But you could also totally wear them with a gown.
2: He's already, yes. He's already styling. He's already styling. It's
1: a gift. I'm what am I? what can I say? <laughs> and I just, it's my, it's my shit.
0: And Julie, I do want to say that the 18 karat gold white hoop, rich and thin diamond hoops are sold out. That's pissing me off right no, no, I now.
2: Have, I have one left. I have one left. Okay. So you need
0: to you go might ahead want to put and put
1: those aside for her, their sister. Yeah. Okay. So I do love That's a the price on those.
0: Yeah, it is. And I'm definitely going to get the black sheep. But Julie, we love you.
1: I love that you're shopping for yourself during a podcast. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Julie, we love you. We want you to be our bestie. We want you to come on the podcast again. There's so much we did not cover. And, Noli, how much do we appreciate her. I know.
1: I'm so glad you came on. Thank you. Next time we need to have a round table. We need to have you and Allison in the oh. four amigos. Duh. The four Thank amigos. Thank you guys
2: so much. I so appreciate it. And talking fashion and talking shit with you guys. And
1: and my I can't wait for your series on Monday. I know. I have no, pl- I have no plan. So I literally <laughs> set a reminder on my phone already. Yeah,
2: Let I me check my schedule. It. Let, yep, all clear. Live all clear. During quarantine, I had nothing else to do. I'm like, let me, let me do this live thing. Let's
0: okay. We're going to be, and will you come back and will you yes. invite us on your thing? So, and will you tell your friends to listen to us, please?
2: Full circle. I'm doing uh, it now. Okay. Whole squad. Getting back uh, to the gram about it. Okay. Love,
0: love you, Lammy. Thank you. <laughs> love you guys too. Thank you. I'm Holly Katz and you've been listening to Fashion Crimes Podcast. You can follow Fashion Crimes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Do us a solid and go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week as we investigate, discover, and laugh hysterically at ourselves and other people. Thank you for listening.